Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Today we've got um, a guest, Ant Sambridge. Thanks for coming on. Hello. Thanks for having me. That's all right. So, um, I've known you for how long now? 25 mm, years? No, not 25 years. Because that would mean 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. I met you when I was 14. It won't fire off that. Mm, no, I met you when I was 17. So, 22 years then. Yeah. So, and we met at Franklin College. We did. You was the drummer in my band for an entire day. Yeah, because you just wanted to play that gay song by... Um... Oh, who was it? Who did? Uh, we was doing Typo Negative, Black Number One, and The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Oh, you got to have faith. No, we played that on the thing and you said it was shit. Yeah. And he was like, you got any shelter? And everybody was like, no. No, because it was only me, you and that Kev there, wasn't it? No, there was James as well. It was James? It was the other guy in that band. James who? I don't remember his surname. Mm. We never slept together or anything, so I, I didn't think to ask. Who, you and James or you and Kev? Me and James. Me and Kev slept together all the time. Do you ever see him? No, he lives in another country. I can't remember which one. And he's, speak? He's in the Mediterranean. Is a good for him. And speaking about other countries, you're moving to Japan. Oh uh, yeah, hopefully. Why? <laughs> uh, a lot of reasons. Um, I'm trying to think the best way of structuring the the entire thing. I walk around Grimsby, and you know I'm forever dancing across the pavements, avoiding dog shit and broken glass and the same uh, when I'm getting on my bike as well and it just disgusts me you, know? you shouldn't I, be riding on the path on your bike well on the cycle path the same thing is on the cycle path in fact there's probably more broken glass on the cycle path than there is um, on bottles but anyway uh, everything about this place I, I've started to dislike I mean there's nothing round here for me anymore uh, in, apart from friends and family, of course, but it's it is a nice place though. We've we've like got the seaside. That is nice. I the, mean, in in the summer, and then we've got the countryside. In the summer, uh, you know, I, I go on a, a bike ride every day. I, you know, go through Umberston, and you know the, the the scenery gets nicer. Go down to the beach. It's a pleasant bike ride. Then when I'm heading home, I'm going over the north wall, going past that broken down uh, Frigga Scania cold store, and then uh, all the crumbling buildings on the docks now. Do you go years. that way? Yeah. Why don't you go over the train lines? Because it's a longer distance. No, it's not. You go straight down your kids' road, past the scout hut. Yeah, that's that's a, sh a quicker way home. Yeah. I'm, I'm go when I go on my bike ride, I'm going for... Uh, you know the distance as well I'm trying to keep fit so shaving two or three miles off is, is counterproductive mm. but anyway you, you get you get through that area and it's so fucking depressing and then you um, what can I swear yeah alright okay um, it's got an E on iTunes it's got, got an E explicit alright well that's good because I've, I've got a few C-bombs in me for tonight come yeah that's the one <laughs> Ugh. As long as we offend someone with it, the word cum. It's, it's the C word, isn't it? Twat. Well, well, right. Twat. Moist. Gusset. That's what we say in America. Twat. I, 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 love, twat. I love twat. Twat's fucking awesome. Twat. Check on, you am a twat. But anyway. You can't be racist on the podcast, though. That wasn't... I'm just giving you rules. You said, <laughs> right. I swear, racism's a rule. We can't be racist. Okay. Unless it's me, because it's my podcast. Okay. Uh, but anyway, no, I, I bike down Freeman Street and you just see, uh, you know, the feckless dregs that mill around Freeman My Street. My mum works down Freeman Street. You called her a feckless dreg. Well, I don't know if I've bumped into your mum. Well, I'll tell her. You, <laughs> you can tell her. <laughs> when you say she works down Freeman Street, which end? Well, the Ryby Square she end? She works in a fire shop. She works in a fire shop. Selling fires. Selling fires. Yeah. Log fires. <laughs> Electric fires and gas fires. I can. I've just got this. And fire Of your mum in a shop with a lighter to the kind of people you get down Freeman Street and just, hui, magic. Yeah, I don't think she's keen on it. She only works two days a week. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the best area Fucking of town, lazy, but it, it, it's kind of that that thing. Every every for every positive, there's just a really horrible negative. But that's where it. everywhere you go, you find. I don't think it's uh, it the same with all places at all. Uh, there's a lot of towns like Grimsby uh, in the UK, but it's it's depressing. And, and also, I mean, the the fact you know, uh, I lost my job last year. And it's been almost impossible to get work. I've applied for over 600 uh, jobs. And the competition is high for jobs around here. Like, in places like Reading, apparently, you apply for a job and, you know, they're desperate to take you on. They're willing to overlook just about everything. You know, like, well, I don't mind. I've got a doctorate. I'm sure you can do a surgery. But here... Unless you've got 10 years experience in a specific uh, role, they're not going to take you on for that um, <clears throat> minimum wage job. And like we mentioned about a friend earlier, I mean, you know, he's a teaching assistant and the money's not great in that. And now the teaching assistant jobs want teaching experience or people who've uh, attained certain qualifications wherein the teacher's assistant position itself was what people used to gain that experience so that then they could go on pgse courses and start well, you find that in any teachers. job i can remember i went for a job interview at argos and they went no because you haven't got any experience and i thought well how are you meant to gain experience but i mean there, there's another the thing the, the roles that i do have a lot of experience in i mean you know i've got over 10 years in contact centers which i mean is horrible but I, all that time um you know i earn what at the time was the lower than average uh, wage for that industry it was something that the union kept going on about and now the same jobs companies are, are relocating call centers to grimsby but they're only paying minimum wage and they don't want people who've earned that money uh, before because they know they're going to leave if something better comes along and when somebody says something like that oh well we think you're going to leave you know you, you you're like saying well i promise i won't but you know in your heart of hearts, if you're going to get offered more money for the same job, you are going to leave. And mm. with the amount of money it costs to... Um, I'm boring. Anyway, <laughs> I've got a few uh, issues there. And the idea of teaching English to people, it seems a lot more rewarding, which is... That's my, what you want to do in Japan, isn't it? Uh, not permanently, but it's, it's the plan uh, to get over there, get the work visa... And all of the things that I mentioned about Grimsby before, um, it's the opposite over there. The uh, the streets are so clean, like it, it's it's almost unnaturally so. And it's because they employ a lot of people to go out and clean those streets in the morning. You get up at 5, 6 a.m. and go uh, for a walk around. You see teams and teams of people sweeping up and everything else after, you know, the Friday and Saturday nights. Because, you know, people do litter occasionally but a lot of people also have a lot more respect in the daytime they don't have um litter bins uh in very many places because of those sarin uh, gas attacks in the 90s uh, so people are holding on tube station ones on it yeah yeah people are holding on to the rubbish and then getting rid of it at uh, certain recycling banks and things like that and people it, just put the rubbish down the drains in grimsby normally I don't think people bother doing they, even that. Good place to put rubbish down drains. I mean, every, every time I walk into town, there's that garage. You know the one I'm talking what about. garage? A garage with its door half open, with about three or four mattresses sticking out, rubbish bags littered all over the street. Oh, the one opposite B&Q? Um, yeah, yeah, around that area. It's, it's disgusting. But mm. that... Uh, the general vibe walking around there just feels a lot safer you're never really on edge because it's got such a low crime rate which is incredible different culture though over there isn't it yeah so um, do you think if we employed more road sweepers in the UK it'd be a bit of a better place Instead I don't think people... that in itself would solve no, the problem but, but you just compared Grimsby because it was a shithole to where it was clean in Japan yeah, that uh, that's that's one of the things. I mean, you you walk you if you're walking around and you're liking your surroundings, then it, it tends to put you in a sort of happier frame of mind. Uh, you know, I mean, I've had years with problems with depression and things like that, 
and that doesn't fucking help. Do you think Grimsby's what? played a part in that? Massively, massively. But again, that's kind of my own fault. I mean, I've had opportunities to move away in the past, and I should have t- taken them. And I should have got. Hindsight's but, a good thing, though. In that, yeah, <laughs> I should have done this and I should have done that. What a but, fucking idiot! But sort of to be fair, that Grimsby, if no one knows, even though every probably one knows Grimsby where it is because they're in the UK, listens to it mainly. But it's on the east coast, mm. and you don't go through to get anywhere. It's either you're going to come to Grimsby. It's the end of the line. It is the end of the line. Yeah. Like, sort of, you won't pass it to get to Hull. You'd bypass Grimsby to get to Hull. Maybe Cleethorpes. Yeah, well, I mean... invaded by Yorkshire people. Cle- yeah, Cleethorpes has got uh, <laughs> a, a, tor- a tourist trade. And even though we probably get sneer at like, oh, Meggie's is a bit shit, a lot of people do come back every year because they, they enjoy... It's getting better. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff there. It's just stuff that I don't like. You know, it's like every pub and club in Cleethorpes I'm not a big fan of because they don't cater to me. But we have got one thing in Cleethorpes <laughs> that no one else has got. And what's that? The smallest pub in the universe. Actually, that's probably my favourite pub down there. Uh, but that's usually because of the company that I'm going that's with. That's a fact. Is it the smallest pub in the universe? Yeah. I thought there was actually a littler one in uh, no down south somewhere. They think it is, but it's not. It's basically a load of it's a beer garden with a shed in it. <laughs> yeah, next door to a sewerage system, so you can sit outside, have your pint, and have a, a smell of I, shit. I do love going to the beer fest, uh, the beer festivals there uh, with uh, a few friends. I've always enjoyed that. It just seems to be a, quite a relaxing day out. But you won't get that in sort of Japan, will you? Yeah, the drinking culture over there is no it's different. I'm, but I might say you won't get over there to like have a pint with your friends. I mean, I know you'll make new friends, mm. but you, you, I've, we've we've got one friend over there, Dave, yeah. and he's been over there for a couple of months now, hasn't he? A um, couple? No, he's been there nine months. Nine? No, it's not. It is. He moved in. Oh no, not nine. Uh, eight. He moved in March. Yeah, it's yeah. December. April, May, it's June, July, August. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eight months. Maths with Spen and Ants. No, I've just got no concept of time. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's passed pretty quickly. So but I think that's because we're, we're getting older. Time, no. Someone said about me the other day, today in actual fact, that I look younger than 39. They didn't think I looked as old. And I, and I said that's because I washed my face in shampoo and conditioner. It's a fact. <laughs> you try it. I've got no crow's feet. Uh, well, uh, wash your face in shampoo and conditioner. I kind of do anyway. Like with the hair I've got, I use a lot of shampoo and conditioner, and inevitably got very long hair. Yeah, I, I uh, wash my face with it as well. We'll stick a picture of your hair up on Instagram, but you cover your face. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll put the hat on and I'll put the face mask on. Just cover your right face up like that. We well, hands. no, it, it, I mean, it fits in with the the picture that's on the back of my books as well, so... Yeah, we'll come to your books, but which I don't even know this, but why Japan? I mean, I know you used to collect films and you've had a big thing about Asian films and that, but what drawn you to Japan instead of any other part? Well, it wasn't just the uh, films. I mean, like, I love video games ever since I was a kid. Mm. So obviously the home of Sega and Nintendo and Sony. Uh everything that came out of there was stuff that I liked uh, so you get curious about it and then you know you start seeing all these crazy things some of which are complete bollocks you know like oh, all the vending machines have got pissy pants in them that's not true at all like everywhere we went and we, we did keep an eye out for that kind of thing but I've no doubt maybe one exists or you know maybe sort of adult shops sell something like that in in a vending machine but we didn't go in adult shops we uh were just sort of walking down the street there are a lot of vending machines but they don't sell used pants no no but that wasn't the reason i went business idea for kit kats <laughs> kit kats I, i'd read they've got hundreds of different flavors of kit kats and i needed to go and try them all have they they have hundreds Hundreds, literally. Yeah, literally hundreds. They mm. they come out with uh, new flavors for limited times, 
and then uh, they, they sell them at a certain stall in a diber, I think it was. I was about to say, have got a Kit Kat shop? Like, London's got an M&M shop, have they got a Kit Kat shop? They, they've got a, a sort of stall type thing in a shopping centre in a diber, I think, because I think it was there. It was one that we went to and I, I missed it. But I, my plan was, everyone was going, oh, take loads of pictures when you go and uh, show us what it's like. And my, my plan was to not post any pictures up on social media other than different Kit Kats every day. Uh, I lasted seven days because yeah, that was all the flavor. Yeah, your Instagram. Yeah. But the um, the Kit Kats, it's harder to find because they've got a culture of collectibles over there. I mean, everyone's heard of Pokemon, the, the whole idea of the, the collecting all the little monsters. But everything's like that. It's like trainers. Certain stores will stock one type of trainer. And the same chain store in another city will sell a different type. What, like Adidas and Nike? Uh, well, their own home brand, like Dragon Beard. <coughs> and the same with Kit Kats. Some uh, Kit Kat flavours are specific to certain regions. I think Hiroshima does like orange ones, which we get here as well. But um, I got these Fuji sake ones mm. while I was there and um I'm trying to remember the other flavor. There was about seven or eight different flavours I managed to buy. Spent more on Kit Kats than I ever have done in my entire life. I don't really like Kit Kats that much, but I was fascinated by them. Why don't you like Kit Kats? Kit Kats are awesome. They're all right. There's just no special. It's just wafer with chocolate around, isn't it? Still special. I, I suppose you can say that about any sweets, yeah. really. Well, it's just... For, Caramel with chocolate around it, isn't it? It's Fucking no, galaxy. Twix. <laughs> Just biscuit with a bit of toffee on it and chocolate around it, isn't it? Mm. So when you go to Japan to teach English to Japanese people, um, I've got to get the job there. Yeah, I'm going to trump. Okay. As you do. Pardon me. Well, we've just had a calzone. I've had a calzone and chips. You've had a uh, tandoori kebab with chips. Yeah. Free garlic bread. Yeah, I only had two slices of that. Watching my figure. It goes right to my thighs. It goes to my thighs. You've got nice thighs, haven't you? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Remember, no gay jokes either. So, yeah, what were you talking about? Japan. Going to Japan. Oh, I've thrown myself off the you, thing now. Well, you was asking uh, why... Uh, what what attracted me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... You, it's just seen pictures and things like that, but it wasn't until I actually went because I've never been the kind of person to really give a shit about scenery. Bear in mind, I've never been out of the UK, and you know, you, you've you've got. I've been around uh, the uh, Peak District and the malls and things like that, and it, it you're like a bunch of fields in it, and I suppose you take it for granted a little bit. But when I was walking around. Um, in Hokkaido, uh, not Hokkaido, that's the Northern Island, um, Hakone, which is where Mount Fuji is, and there's like a, a mountain range and lakes and stuff like that, and it's just so beautiful. And I, I was blown away by it. And you know, me and Dave were saying, Imagine living here and waking up to that kind of view every day, it'd be how awesome would it be? How long do you reckon it'd take to get bored of it? Well, you seem to find out, maybe. Yeah, well, I don't, I doubt I'd be living there anyway. Um, the plan is to get uh, a place in Yokohama, which is the second largest city in um, Japan, but it's also part of Greater Tokyo. Hmm. So it's connected. You know, I can get a train there. Good. Yeah. So why? So when you go over there and you get your job for teaching English, is that what you want to do, or are you going to try and get another job? And if so, what sort of job? Um, I think the teaching English thing would be, you know, full time job wise, would be the path that I'd probably have to go down. Uh, if something came up, you know, in the media field where I've got a wasted degree in, mm. uh, then I'd go for it. But uh, I am going to try and start DJing out there again as well. Because you're a rock DJ. You, yeah. You, you like What's, rock music. Yeah. And there's a big market for it out there as well. Lots and lots of rock bars. Is there? Yeah, yeah. 
It's boring though, that rock music. But that's the thing over there. Uh, the kind of rock music they play is the kind of stuff that I used to play anyway. I mean, obviously they're not as up to date with, uh, you know, Western rock music and, and stuff like that as people in the West are. But that's the, that's the happy thing, you know. They're kind of in about nineteen ninety nine times at the minute, you know, listening to Kid Rock and stuff in some really? of the places. Yeah, it was all Green Day and Offspring and stuff like that. Green Day's not bad. And the old uh, stuff. The first bar we went into was a place called Eighties Jukebox, which was a bit of a deceiving name. No, actually, it was a second bar. The first bar was someone's living room um, with a telly in it playing Back to the Future on repeat, which was pretty cool. Huh? Someone's living room. Ba- basically, yeah. Well, the, that was um, on the name of the bar. No, no. The uh, a lot of bars are basically someone's living room in the house. Uh, we're assuming that this guy owned this house at the end of uh, street, mm-hmm. and he lived in the upstairs, and he'd converted his living room into a, a public bar. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, the bar was no bigger than our downstairs. It it was weird. Was in it fact, good? it was smaller. Was it good? We enjoyed it. I mean, it was the first bar in Japan I had a drink in. I'm always, I'm always going to remember it. Whiskey. They, right. they love whiskey there. Do they? Yeah. So they love the West. Well, the uh, Japan's got uh, they're emerging the uh, the whiskey industry as as leaders in it. They brew their own. Do they? Yeah. Like Scotland. Yeah, except they charge more. Who do Scotland? No, um, Japan. Their whiskey's way expensive. What's it like for a pint of beer over there compared to here? Uh, they've got a, a weird version of Weatherspoons. Because um, you like Weatherspoons, don't you? No, I hate them. I think the the soul sucking holes cheap in every pints. town and city. Why? Good food, cheap pints. Run by a dickhead who's uh, taken us into Brexit, but. Let's not get on that topic. I, I just don't like win. them. They've sucked, they've sucked the life and soul out of uh, a town like this, where pubs are uh, we're already struggling uh, after the smoking ban, you know, recession, everything else. And because they're uh, a nationwide company, they're undercutting what uh, a local bar can actually afford to charge for beer. And they've got nothing. You walk in one and you're walking in the same pub in London or Sheffield, or Manchester, or yeah, Grimsby, they all that's the their same. business deal, isn't it? Yeah, they're awful, though. They're boring. They're... Ah, you don't... don't like them because they don't play music? No, no, I don't. Uh, the other one did. The, the, we had two in Grimsby. One of them played music. It, they're just soulless. We had oh, yeah, one near the river. Yeah. I like them. You, you're free to like them. I just can't stand them. Cheap. But anyway, Any, they've, got, they've got... They're not... By where the spoons, they they're called the hub, and they're all over the place, and they're British theme bars, but it's entertaining our uh, British theme there. Uh, they've got what one of them had a picture on the wall uh, of uh, a Venetian gondola, and you know someone pedalling the gondola with the gondola pedals, whatever. Gondola stick. Gondola sticks, yeah. But anyway. It said in big letters, isn't it? Why not take the train? And I, I really didn't understand it at all. I didn't know what, what the poster was supposed to mean. But they like putting things in English without really understanding what the meaning of it is. Maybe their translation as well goes a bit skew with. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I think they think the word fuck is cool rather than, uh, you know, a term of abuse or whatever. We, we saw a, a banner in a in a big supermarket saying big fucking sale really? <laughs> yeah. no way <laughs> yeah you take a picture of that uh, no the, uh, I think Dave's of all the one. shit you're talking you didn't take a picture of that <laughs> I got a picture of that sign uh, in Harajuku which said fuck off foreigner don't photo really yeah well, they had a sign like that I'm bound to take a picture of it <laughs> fuck off foreigner don't photo don't fo- and you did yeah broke the rules broke the rules gaijin smash but yeah, um, the the drinks prices. That was the cheapest place we went to. It was, uh, I think, for what I was drinking at the time, it was about four quid. And what four quid a drink? Yeah, and uh, de- yeah, de- yeah. But the ass is, you go to London, you're looking at six quid a pint, yeah, which was shit. about what Dave was paying. And then one of the nightclubs we went into, 
it was about eight quid a pint. And a shot of whiskey was about a tenner. Fuck off. No, a no. Shot of whiskey? This was in a hotel, but um, the hotel had a load of whiskeys on. And someone said, do you want one? And I said, yeah. And then because they were buying, I picked the cheapest one, which was around a tenner. It was something like 1,300 yen. All right. And th- some of them were uh, 2,500 yen, which is around 20 quid, I think. For just on one the... shot of whiskey? Yeah. And is their measurement the same as the yeah. West measurement? Yeah. I think the the liberal with the pouring, but it's around the same. That's crazy. Who yeah. would pay 20 quid <coughs> for a shot of whiskey? Well, it depends on what you're used to. I mean, if it was 20 quid here, we'd be paying it here. But it's not. It's not, no. There you go, then. But other things are cheaper over there as well, but I'm struggling to think of what. Food's really cheap. Uh, e- eating out is loads cheaper there. What sort of food is, like, have the got? Well, I mean, obviously sushi, but I don't eat seafood, so that was that out. All the uh, uh, don't like They don't, they don't put, um, unlike here, they don't put onion in everything. Uh, well, we don't. Yeah, we do. Like, uh, when I go shopping, it, it sends me into fits of rage. I check the ingredients on shit, and everything's got fucking onions in. But <laughs> they don't use white and red onion as much as, as we do, so it was never really an issue. It's green onion, which is spring onion, which I'm not that uh, fussed about. So I could deal with that. And they use that in ramen quite a lot. Mm. But it, it tastes quite nice. Are you going to try sushi? Because you say you don't eat it a lot, but... Well, I don't like seafood at all, so it, but, it but seems yeah, pointless. But it's not sushi, it's the sushi's the rice. Oh, yeah. Um, so you, a lot of a lot of it is drizzled in fish oil um, where, when they're preparing it as well. And with... Unless... Uh, well, once I've learned the language a lot more, I can ask questions. But until that point... Can I you speak any Japanese now? A little bit. Um, Show us. Well... Uh, Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? Hello. Um, good afternoon, basically. Uh, people think it means hello, but it's good afternoon. In the morning, it's uh, Ohio Gazaimas, and for good evening, it's Kanbanwa. And good uh, order cup of tea. Uh, hot to tea. <laughs> that's, that's, ba- that's like English. If I, if I hotu is hot. Um, because obviously it's a, it's quite a hot country uh, in the summertime, so they sell ev- everything cold as well. They do cold tea, cold mm. coffee, so you have to say hotu, and coffee is kohi. Some things are the same, but it's basically, like English. All, all I needed to learn was uh, ego ga wakarimasu which means can you understand English? And then after that, why don't you just ask them in English? No, it's making an effort, isn't it? <laughs> if if they don't respond, just shout chips really loudly. But they would respond in <laughs> Japanese, and you'd be like, well, no, the answer where you just say it in English. Oh, I've, English. I, I understand more than I can say. That's uh, because I, I, I started learning it before I went a little bit. I, I'm really, really at a beginner level. Um, Really, I, I, I thought you could speak it fluently the way you were going. <laughs> I, I could, I, that's about it. I've just given all my Japanese say knowledge. Say again. Man. Say... Do you understand English again? Ego ga wa kawimasuka. It's quite impressive, to be fair. <laughs> or now I'll um, do it with a Japanese accent. I, I can say nihongo ga wa kawimasen, which means I don't understand Japanese. So you could just say that in English, couldn't you? Yeah, but they might not understand. It depends if they speak English or not. But you've got apps on your phone. You can type it in, and it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, um, because I did that in Germany. Uh, I've used that quite a bit. I've been talking to a Japanese woman online for a few years, a few years, but for about a, a year and a half, and uh, she doesn't speak English that well. So I've just got this translation app, and I just copy and paste what she sends me, and then translate it, and then Fuck I'll type it, it in that. That's hard work. Isn't it? It's not. It's, it's just cop. Uh, you hold your finger down. It says copy. You I copy know how it works. It I've in. got a phone. I'm just saying that'd be a pain in the ass. Well, it would be if uh, both of us were sending, like you do, where you'll send a word in a message and then send, like, six messages within four seconds. My fucking phone does that. It's not me. It's <laughs> no, it's you. I need to piss you off. And then you'll send three kisses at the end of a sentence. So, no, separately. one kiss. 
things have got to be done in threes. Like I said, when we were setting the podcast up, you've got the blue lead, the blue lead's my lead. Things aren't right. <laughs> yeah, things aren't right. No, it's not. You, you've it's got, got to be in some order. There was some autistic screeching going I'm not, on I'm, all, I'm not autistic. <laughs> I'm not on the spectrum. People say I am, but I'm not. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not. Okay, I believe you. Good. So, but I'm, I did a sociopath test last night. What do you think the test said, the result? Uh, probably that you were. Yeah. Yeah. It says I've got strong tendencies to be social. I don't think I am. Yeah, those online tests are 100% accurate. No, but like every test I do. <laughs> You've got traits of a sociopath. Maybe I have. Maybe you have. Fuck I think me. everybody has to a point. Yeah. Do you empathise with people? Depends on what about. This is an exclusive. Depends on what about. Well, anything. Give me do, an you, do, you un- do you understand what other people's feelings are? Yeah, I don't like ram- being around sad people. It makes me sad. So I fuck it off. So I can <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like, yep. Yeah. No, Official true. diagnosis. Fucking wacko. No, why do I want to be sad? I can understand. Yeah, but no. It's no. called self-preservation. That is a trait of a sociopath. What, looking after number one? Yeah. No, it's that's, not. That's pretty much number one in the list. If I can't look after myself or be happy myself, how can I be happy for anyone else? I don't think you're a sociopath. No. <laughs> I don't hold any weight in anything on that's on an online test. No, it's bullshit. I don't, I don't think you're part of the Slytherin school from Harry Potter either, Spen. Oh, I would like to be part of Slytherin, a snake. I don't know, I just, I've heard the name, I, I used it as a reference. There's the new and film the out, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, World. It's another one I might watch. The first one was good. It might be, uh, I'm just not, it's not a format that's ever appealed to me. Harry they look Potter. like they're very well made films, I just, they don't You've never seen me. Harry Potter? No, don't interest me at all. World excuse, exclusive, Ants has never seen a Harry Potter. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not well, doing it like these me. kind of wankers that go, oh, yeah, guess what? I've never seen Star Wars. Uh, Edgelords. It's just that I genuinely don't find uh, the Harry Potter franchise that interesting. Star I'm not Wars really bothered very about good, though. It's only the first one and Return of the Jedi. I think best. it's more to do with that, how young we were when they come out, and we, we've got those enduring memories of them. Empire Strikes Back shit. Get out. The best one's returning. Get out of my house. <laughs> it's got the Ewoks in it. Fuck off. Fa- then, everyone knows it's Phantom Menace, which is the best, because it's got the best character in it, Jar Jar Binks, who's amazing. Oh, he was on on Saturday in Clone Wars, and he turned out to be someone quite important. Yeah, that's called lazy writing. Hey, there you go. What? Wow. Why would they bother knocking about all midichlorian science? Who? That's basically George Lucas's get-out clause for every little plot hole that he wrote himself into in the prequels. It was midichlorians. Have you seen any of the newer ones? Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed them. I, I liked The Last Jedi. Yeah, it was all right. I Although I think it's... On opening <coughs> night, 12 in the morning. When, when um, episode 9 comes out, What's it's it going to be whether people actually look back at it and say, oh yes, it was actually really good, or they're going to go... Number eight was bollocks. How many of them is there now? The the ninth one's coming out next year. Uh, and there's just... also Rogue One and Solo. I didn't like Solo that much. Did you see Rogue One? Yeah, it was alright. It's on Amazon Prime, I keep looking at it. It's worth watching. Like I enjoyed it the first time. The, the one thing I will say is I've gone back and watched um, number seven again. And I didn't enjoy it as much the second time I watched it. What's number seven? I, for, I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, Eight was The Last Jedi. Seven was no. The Force Awakens. That's that's the one. It is a Force Awakens. I don't know how I raised my cadence at the end of it. That's the one I went to see. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I hadn't seen But it, it was a soft reboot of Star Wars. But. Well, yeah, because at the end it had... What's his face in it? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. 
but the, the, it followed the same pattern as A New Hope, which, you know, I'm, I, I don't object to after being sitting through the first three that were awful. No, the first one wasn't that bad. Phantom Menace? Yeah, it was good. It was dog shit. It didn't even establish a clear uh, protagonist or antagonist Jar-Jar for about Binks. 45 minutes. Jar Jar Binks was easily the best game. <laughs> I was being sarcastic when the I said The pod that. racing was good. That's about all anyone can ever say about it, though. The pod race was good. That was a five-minute sequence in an hour and 45-minute film. the one where they went round the market at the beginning. Don't remember that. that before the pod racing? I don't remember. I mean, it's that guy who looks like Cyril Snare with a big blue nose. Oh, <laughs> the other stereotype, yeah. Yeah. Racist. Star Wars is racist. Uh, I wouldn't say the racist. I'd say that George Lucas has his cheap stereotypes that he likes to stick with. Just looking at my phone. Something's happening. All right. So, going back to Japan. <laughs> um, Japan to Star Wars. You've passed your test. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done the TEFL. The, the TEFL course to mm. make sure you are English and can speak it properly yeah. and teach it to yeah. foreign people. Was it hard? No, I was dead worried uh, going into it. I thought I was going to struggle with it because I don't know grammar rules. I know how to use them. I just don't know what the rules are. And uh, as I was going through it, there's the, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, there's like an adjective ordering thing, if you're describing something with multiple adjectives before mm. it, there is a rule about this uh, specific order. And I didn't know this, but I've, everyone uses it. Like, it, if you was to um, describe a long, white, sandy beach, mm. you would never say mm. a sandy, white, long beach because it sounds wrong. And You say a long, sandy beach? A long white sandy beach. Yeah, see? Uh, and the, the reason I, I don't remember what the adjective order is, uh, I'd take a grammar book with me if I had to teach those things. But A what, a what? A grammar book. I thought you said grab a book. I'd grab a grammar book. Grab a grammar book? Yeah. You want one of them grabbers? Yeah. Can you discipline them if they do it wrong? No. <laughs> like hit them with a cat? Uh, well, it depends on where you're working. I mean, there, there's a thing called... Uh, there's two types of job out there uh, for English teachers. There's an alt, which is an assistant language teacher position, and then there's ones in ICOWAS. ICOWAS. What's the age range of the people? Uh, two to ninety. Um, people, so, it, older people uh, learn in the evening at ICOWA. Uh, you know, a lot of people will try learning it for business or you know if they're planning mm-hmm. on going abroad, and they pay these schools to take lessons. And then the AOT positions, they're usually in the schools, like teaching anything from ages two to, I think it's 14 or so. And then there's high school alts. But high school, university, um, those kind of positions, you need a master's degree for, Mm. in general. So would it be through the day or through night? Depends on which which job I got. I'm applying for uh, as many as I can. You um, said you've had one interview. Sorry to cut you off. Oh yeah, the the one interview I had, which I didn't get, um, was for an alt position, which was a, a daytime one. But uh, they had a Japanese test. <laughs> didn't obviously didn't pass. No, no. You should have said to them. I did. I said in, I don't speak Japanese. Japanese. Say it. Say it in Japanese. I don't speak Japanese. No, I uh, the uh, I, I responded to the first part of the test as normal and then the next question he asked I'm just like what's that mean? that means I don't understand Japanese and you said it in Japanese I did and then quite I, I started replying in English because I don't know how to say uh, I understood he was talking about Japanese food but I didn't know how to respond to it and that's the problem is remembering I'm hoping to get past that hump how were you teaching yourself Japanese? It was uh, it was only for about a month before. No, no, I'm saying is like there are any apps? There's there's some good apps. There are apps, but uh, I'm trying to focus on the conversational side. Uh, so I'm uh, what I was using before was this series called Pimsleur, which teaches you the spoken side of it. Uh, all the apps I've used are just concentrated on the reading and writing part. 
I'm thinking, I'll do that next. Learn to speak it. Then once you know what the, uh, the words are, the sounds are, then you learn the characters that represent them. Are the sentences structured differently to ours? Very. So it's like uh, that sentence I said, Nihongo ga wa karimasen. What does it mean? It, uh, I don't understand Japanese, but <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it's, it's making you say it. Literally saying uh, Japanese, I don't understand. So it, it, it's in a weird order. So like not only you've got to learn a different language, you've got to learn how to restructure it and then sort of translate it back and translate it into well, Japanese and Japanese. Because it's, yeah. it's like understanding, because like even in Europe, in Germany and France, you can say we oui and not. That's all I know. Yeah. But, it's, but the things are in front and back, backwards to us, but the right to us and vice versa. Yeah. Um, the, so it's quite... I'm hoping that with teaching English and you uh, applying the grammar rules, I'll get a little bit of feedback myself mm. on how it relates to their grammar rules. So then I can remember it easier. So you even learnt some English going on the TEFL course? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, it, was, it wasn't at the actual course itself. It was when a, a big chunk of the online course was, uh, a, was grammar tests. And that was the more difficult part of it. But it was easy from there on. It's it's basically like, you know, it, it was asking some multiple choice questions and some of them were so obvious. It's like, a kid is acting up, do you A, try and find out what's wrong and try to include them all in lesson, or B, smack around the head with a book? <laughs> it's pretty obvious. B. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. B. Yeah, it was definitely B. No fair, yeah. that's why the rule in The answer was always B. Yeah. On every question. No wrong with this in your kids. Obviously, you've got to do something wrong. You just can't go around eating kids. But yeah, uh, it it was it's an interesting course to do. Uh, How long did it take you to do? Because is, is it 150 hours? It was 120 hours. The the 20 hours, 20 hours in the classroom course. took 20 hours because mm-hmm. it was in a classroom for 20 that was hours. Live, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the online part of the course is 100 hours, and I did it in about 30 to 35. Ooh, look at me. Well, no, it's e-learning. E-learning because you do it at your own pace. It's did you Google a lot easier. No, you don't need to. All the answers, they, they have tests at the end of the thing. The answers are all within the sections that you, you're going through. Even so, I could pass it. In my yeah. shitty English. I don't think anybody ever fails them. If, if they take the course on, I don't think they fail. Because even if you do fail a, a segment, you get to do it again. Like, you, you get assignments to prepare lessons. And the first one I did, I misread uh, the question. And I thought, oh shit, this is hard. And I thought, and then I just did it again, realizing I'd. What did you do wrong? It was a two-part question. It was like prepare a lesson about this, prepare a lesson about that. About what? I, um, I, I forget what the. It was just. Um, it, it gave you a certain uh, language thing to use, uh, to, and to teach it in the past tense. So I did the first part, and then I did the second part of it, still in the past tense, but I hadn't read the part where it says do that in the present so that mm. was that was the only reason I failed that one and then like I said you, you get to do it again that's pretty cool yeah yeah so, so when you're open to move out there um, March next year like I said I've got to, I've got to get the job first have the, you applied for many jobs out there You've not many places take overseas applications and this is one of the things it's just getting out there and then you start applying for better teaching jobs. So if you was out there already, you'd get a better chance. Oh yeah, um, I mean Dave, our friend Dave. Stop making farting noises. It was it, sorry, I had my hands together. Um, <laughs> just saying that no everybody was listening. It was I it. wasn't farting, even though I've been doing silent ones. Well, there's a horrible farty smell in here, and it definitely wasn't it's me. Definitely not me. But yeah. Um, uh, Dave's out there, he's convinced that if I just hopped on a plane and, and got a flat and then just started handing him my uh, CV everywhere, I'd get a job within a couple of weeks. But that's a bit mu- a bit too much of a gamble, mm. uh, I think. And it's it'd exhaust every penny I've got and then I'd come back to nothing if I didn't get a job. So. Do you think you'll miss England when you go? elements of it like the 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 frame of mind i'm in now uh, i won't miss it for a while but i i think 
inevitably after some time there's a lot of things that I'll I'll start to realise that were better because um, you just won't be able to get on your bike and go for a bike ride have a cup of tea at the seafront well the go oh, for the, sea, the seafront no but the, I will be able to get a bike and go on a bike ride in fact I'm looking forward to it first purchase I, as soon as I get paid new bike new bike yeah two wheels two wheels I'd get three wheels with a flag at the back. <laughs> the bike, the bikes were. Uh, I, I saw a big Don Quixote store, and uh, there was bikes for sale. They were ridiculously cheap, no, about hundred quid. No, because you did send us that. But the road is the right side of ours, isn't it? On the yeah, UK, and so you can ride on the path. paths there as well. Sorry, you can ride on the path there as well. Can you really? Yeah. The um, there's no specific cycle path, but. People tend to set, uh, to walk on one side of it, so cyclists can go down the other side. It's a really polite, organised society. That's good. That's someone. I don't even know if that picks it up. Um, so, would you come back and visit people? Yeah, you, uh, the, this is the thing, because I went there and I enjoyed it so much, I wanted to go back and... Um, obviously like to mention I'm unemployed but even if I had a job like you know the best I could hope for is saving up for a couple of years and going on a couple of week holiday again and then I'll be waiting another couple of years to go again uh, it's going to be much easier to get a job e- even the lower paid English teaching jobs and more money than uh, what I was on before anyway in yeah. terms of pounds so it'll be easier to save up just for a flight back where I've got no worry about hotels uh, you know, I don't need to bring back shitloads of spending money or anything like that. I basically, you know, come back, stay with my parents, and you know, live like a child for a couple of weeks. In, but that's what everyone. I'd, I'd do. want to come back two or three times a year. That's good. So, going on from Japan, because like we've been doing that for nearly an hour. You've yeah, it's forty-seven minutes. Don't mouth really. You can still say really, <laughs> really. But you've also wrote a few books. You've wrote three books. I have. And been published in uh, a compilation as well. So, the three books and the fourth book's all available on Amazon. Yep. And Amazon UK. That's right. What were called? Uh, the Night Out, uh, Backbones. That's the second and, part. Yep, and the third part is GY Till I Die. Because it's done in three parts. Yeah, it's so tril- three trilogy Y. Are you putting them all into one book? I was thinking about it, um, not yet. Uh, I, I don't think enough time's passed to warrant putting it in an omnibus edition right now. And how's the book sales going? Better than I expected for a first-time author. The, you know, there's a few hundred out there, which is good. That's good. I saw horror stories of people saying, yeah, first book, don't expect to sell more than 10 copies. And that first book has sold over 100 on its own, so... Over? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I mean, I was expecting it, you know, the first week, that's it. But that's not how online uh, publishing works, because it's out there permanently. Mm. Uh, it's not about first week sales, it's about building up an audience. And the <coughs> other compilation? Mm-hmm. The other compilation, that's... Oh, that's called Fish and Freaks, um... It was a short story around called Leaving, which was one that I wrote as a sort of gift uh, to Dave when he left. And how did that get put into the compilation book? Uh, they asked for submissions and then they put them did in. They? Yeah. So what's the first one about? Just tell, because I, just give us the general gist of it. Okay. Um, but don't take all night. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to put spoilers in it. Uh, the first one, basically, as I mentioned before, there was a lot of depression uh, in my past. Went out a lot in uh, Grimsby, sort of minor drinking problem. I'd just go out, get shitted, go to the worst places possible. Drunk, if anyone wants yeah. to know what shitted means. And then uh, I'd be doing that over and over again. Uh, every Friday, Saturday night was basically it, you know work all week, go out Friday and Saturday night and just have the same night out over and over. Race. Race. Yeah, whatever, but it, it was more to do with the fact that Grimsby had little to offer. 
It's because mm. you're going in the same places. It was barge, matrix, gullies, barge, matrix, gullies, over and over and over and over again. And as much as I like those places, you you're not having you're having the same night out. And Everyone the same knows each other. Everyone yeah. knows each other's business. It's the same old faces, the same old bullshit. But that idea uh, I, I put into the book where the guy was quite literally trapped in the same night out. No, it's not a spoiler because that's the premise. He, he he goes out, gets pissed, falls asleep, wakes up back in the taxi, ready to go out again. And that goes on. And then the, the mystery of what's going on unravels over the three books. I was just like, I do read books, but they've got to grip me. I'm not a massive reader. Like, I couldn't just sit down and read any old fucking book. But you've got a unique style, like writing style because you've also got a blog, haven't you? Yeah. And your blog's interesting. What's on your blog? It's on WordPress, isn't it? Yeah, tokyocowboy.wordpress.com or something like that. So, but we'll put that in the... Yeah. You just send me all the links to everything and we'll oh. put it in the description. Okay, I will do. Have the thing in my bob. And then you can advertise this on your, um, oh, what do you call it, a blog? Yeah, I will. I swear I'm fucking losing my mind. <laughs> I can't remember anything. I think it's... Um, or the weed. The police might be listening. Who might be listening? The police. Fuck the police. <laughs> if any police are listening, <laughs> fuck you. He don't mean that, he's just kidding. I don't. He can fucking look at me Instagram. And I'm fucking... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He's going to go home tonight and delete all his Instagram posts. Delete say hashtag on. fuck the police in them. Yeah. They didn't even do it. Anyway, so the second book obviously leads on from the first book and yeah. the third book. So I'm on your second book. Yeah, the, se- the second book uh, goes back to the 90s uh, and the, the main character sort of growing up as a teenager, forming some lifelong friends. He's got three separate stories running parallel in the second book, and where it goes from the 90s to the present day, sort of, yeah, then yeah. to something else. But the way you did it, because I was a bit worried about that, but the way you've done it is in each story is a chapter. So yeah. like one part, chap- like so chapter one will be where you was, where the end book the first book ends the second bit is the night is then it goes back to the present and then it flips but it's yeah. good and it's understandable yeah it's sort of it goes to the present and sort of slightly in the past but in the present as well it's and, easy reading but not easy like frank caught well, the big red i, I don't know whether it i mean like when i was writing it, it the reason i i did it like that is because i get don't bored. have an heart attack i get bored and now it's kebab coming back up but um don't be sick on the microphone. <laughs> 42 I am. It sounds like one of the... Um, <laughs> and it still makes me laugh, people pretending to vomit. It sounds like one of the noisy blowjobs offline you get. You go... <laughs> I love them sort of blowjobs. Nanny! <laughs> anyway... Any, anyway, yeah. Um, but what was we saying before? About we... your book and how unique writing style it is, because it lures you in, and it is an easy writing style to learn, and it's uh, learn read, and it grabs you. But I'm trying to, I can't. Yeah. Oh, why. yeah. I was saying I was getting bored. Um, I tell you of, what it is. You can relate to it. I've yeah. I've wondered it's if people like out outside of Grimsby it. could relate it to it, but I, I am getting. Um, there's a site called Goodreads and where, when you put a book on Amazon or anything like that, you automatically get added to it. And out of nowhere, I've got reviews from, not many on there, but it's reviews from people I don't know, which means a lot, you know, that people uh, who I don't know are giving the book like four or five stars or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Where are from? I don't know. Rampton. It doesn't say, it just says a, a name. And that person is a member of Goodreads and uses it. But I've I've done a couple of promotions giving the uh, ebook away for free. Uh, you, so say it, you can get it on Kindle and ebook. Yeah. So yeah. You, like, you can download it to your tablet or smartphone or computer. Yeah. Every three months, I think, uh, with Kindle um, Kindle Direct, when when you uh, self publishing you get a five-day period where you can either do a countdown deal where, you know, one day it's like fiver, next day it's four quid, next day it's three quid, etc. Um, or you can run the ebook for free for five days and then advertise it on some websites that have, 
specifically cater towards people looking for free Kindle books. And that's what I did to try and build up more of an audience. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I've been there before. That was... what It was... That was a joke, by the way. (laughs) It was... Well, I was skin. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was doing like a minimum wage job for, you know, 25 hours a week. And I had nothing to do. It was a disaster of a company. And I'm sat there Who waiting was it? for work. It was legwork. They, they folded after six months. You could say it anyway. Actually, no, fucking hell, because I'd probably get sued for it. They don't exist anymore. There you go, legwork. <laughs> but uh, I'm sat there. And I, I had literally nothing to do. I'm trying to fill my days. So I I started going on Kindle uh, online and I was just reading free books. And whilst reading these free books, come across an author from Doncaster called Ryan Bracker. And he wrote this Dead Man trilogy, which I got really into. And it, it was obvious to me that he was kind of a sort of a local guy that had done this himself. You know, it, it, it wasn't through a proper publishing house or anything like that. So... I was like, well, I can do that, surely. And, you know, several months went by and I started talking uh, to Dave about a few ideas that I had and then he was like, that sounds really good, you should write that. So I did. And it took me a year. To do three books? (laughs) Yeah, well, it it was only intended to be one and then I realised that it had a... The, the three-act structure was there in the first book and the ideas that I had after that fit in a different three-act structure. So I did three books. So you are writing another two books, aren't you? Yeah, two the, books. there's The Socialist Network. Which I wasn't going to mention them because it would be a surprise. <laughs> well, I, I will mention You fucking them. spoil it now for yourself, mate. <laughs> no, I'm drumming up. I'm drumming up. Hype. Uh, one's called Socialist The Socialist Network, Network and yeah. it's about... Um, it's set in the future... Someone creates an app that basically takes over the entire social media, things like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. It's all included. And uh, it reshapes Western society mm-hmm. to uh, quite a degree because she comes up with a, a lot of different algorithms, like people can't share false and misleading. Uh, obviously, we're going through a time where people are crying fake news at just about everything. And this app automatically uh, will fact check any articles and reports, which also causes a lot of newspapers to close down. But none of them are actually the real ones. I'm very careful not to mention real companies in it. Everything's got a different name. No one will have to buy the book soon because you'll tell them how it ends. Oh, no, this is just the sell. This is why it's going to take so long. It's not... It's a lot longer than the first three books. Oh, I don't like long books. Well, but it's done in that style that you like. How <laughs> I don't know. I How many it pages are you up to? Um, is it 70? If, it is, if it's going to be over 500, I don't know. It, the long That books. depends on the formatting. Um, Man. It won't be 500 It's not word like a Stephen pages. King book, is it? Dead fucking thick. No, because Stephen King uses unnecessary descriptions and words in his books. Don't I know. Stephen King. Oh, why can't... No, don't say bad words about Stephen... Stephen King's obviously a better writer than me, but I don't like his style at all. It's like I've tried reading Doctor's Sleep, and one of the um, sections that really got my goat is he's describing a guy shifting his backpack from one shoulder to another, and it's got no relevance to the plot whatsoever and it's like why did you describe that anything it's to bi- do with the guy's personality no no it's just you know people do that kind of shit mm. anyway you know it's like why would you so need... it's just a story filler yeah oh he had an itch and then he decided to scratch it you don't need that in a book oh he went he went to the toilet for a bit he wiped his ass and pulled his trousers back up and uh, then flushed the toilet and washed his hands and then went back downstairs Can and carried on the conversation that's irrelevant. You did don't... he use soap? He did use soap. Well, it's, uh, again, Good. none of that's relevant to a story. You you assume that people do all of these things. You don't need you don't need to be told about it. You don't watch a film and see someone on the shit for ten minutes, do you? So, like in one of your books, you'd say, "I'm just off for a piss." You won't actually say, "And he went up for a piss, listening to the toilet." And then, and then wee dribbled out of his knob, and it, it smelled of wee, and it was yellow. And... I I like sit down wees now. <laughs> Have you ever had a sit down wee yet? Uh, yet what do you mean no, everybody I mean, like, starts having a sit down I, I like a sit down wee after work 
Now I can go on my phone. Technically, I have had a sit-down wee, but that was only because I thought I needed the other, and then I didn't. But then, when I do have a sit-down wee, my mind gets triggered into thinking the body's having a shit. And even though I don't need a shit, I have a shit anyway. It's weird. That's why... No, it does. Because I'm so used to sitting down. <laughs> from, so Steve, from Stephen King to toilet habits. Yeah. And then the toilet turned into a giant spider and blew up. That's, That's how Stephen King had ended it. That was it. The new It films looked good, the second chapter. Yeah, I was disappointed. I thought it was it was supposed to be coming out this year. I didn't realise they were leaving two years between. No, it's 2019. I know. So someone famous in it. Who's it got in it? I saw him and I thought, are you in it? Yeah, I had famous people in the other one as well. Who? The kids from Stranger Things. They weren't in the new It. One of them was. You just said the kid. The one that the one that people kept sharing that uh, the a picture of him and then uh, a picture of the woman that Butch is shaking out of Pulp Fiction and saying that's what he looks like now. Do you feel old yet? Who? Uh, I can't remember her name in Pulp Fiction. The the French woman that um, is really irritating in Pulp Fiction. You would punch me in my pot belly. That one. Oh, Bruce Willis's girlfriend. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what you said. I said the one Bruce Willis is shagging. Did you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go, you see. But anyway, yeah, the yeah. the the kid who looks like her, he he was in it, and he was also in Stranger Things. Really? And uh, what's-his-face Skarsgård's been in a few things as well. He's quite famous. Oh, the Penny guy. Yeah. Penny guy. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry's scary clown than he is. Yeah and no. No, because they overtried it with that like new it. Uh Tim Curry was more entertaining, I thought. He was he was just he seemed to be having a laugh with that thing. I, I rewatched the original it not long ago and it doesn't hold up at all. It's I wanna, dreadful I, acting. Not by Especially Stephen in Curry. the second part. Stephen Curry. Not <laughs> yeah. by Tim Curry. Oh no, Tim Why Tim Curry is Stephen just Curry? chewing the scenery and it's really enjoyable because of that. The good scene in the, um, but I think one of the best scenes in that one is where they're in the library and he's downstairs and you see Tim Curry. This is mm. as the adults. Yeah. Because he can switch it to be funny, then he just stops. Then he gets dead aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, I really, it, the second half of, of the old it was awful. It was absolutely dreadful and cringy. I just couldn't sit through but it. But not again. from Stephen. <laughs> Fucking Stephen Curry. It's because it's Stephen King, isn't it? Yeah. And Tim Curry. Not from Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Who, before that, I liked as the big devil in Legend. Never seen Legend. Oh, it's crap. It's got Is Tom it? Cruise in it for a start. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it has. He plays an elf. Dangerous, that really? <laughs> yeah. Top Gun 2's out soon. Great. Top Gun's an amazing film. I've never really Don't liked say it. it. You've never liked Top no, I'm not a big '80s action movie fan anyway. Like the, I liked them at the time, and then I grew up. <laughs> grew up, right? Well, we've gone o- gone over an hour, mm-hmm. so well, thanks for coming on. Can you just tell everyone your your your, your book stuff and your WordPress stuff? All oh, right, yeah. Um, the the other book's called Spiral Upwards. That's coming out in the new year. It's uh, loosely based on Dante's Inferno, and uh, my. WordPress site is www.tokyocowboy.wordpress.com and uh, all of my books are available under the author Ant Ambridge on Amazon. Because that's your name? It is. You've got to just quickly describe why Tokyo Cowboy. Uh, we were sat around uh, before we went and Dave... Went to Japan. Yeah, uh, he was saying to me, oh, you're going to need to wear a hat. And I've got long hair, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, wearing, which you'll see in the pitch on Instagram. Yeah, wearing uh, a cap with long hair. I've, I always has thought looks shit. Look fucking cool as fuck. Backwards. Look like the singer from but the Kid Jack. That, that was that was the thing, right? He's like wear it backwards, and I'm like, then what's the point in wearing a fucking hat? Because he, he says you need you need to keep the sun out of your eyes. And then I said, uh, I'll just get a cowboy hat. I was only joking. And then he was like, I'm not fucking walking around Japan with you with a cowboy on. <laughs> That's what he said. I can yeah. imagine. <laughs> I'm not fucking walking around. So, 
me being me, I went out and ordered a cowboy hat because he I like said your that. style to piss people <laughs> off. I felt like a complete fucking dick when I wore it for the first couple of days, and then I, I grew to love it. I was, I, people, it was getting looks, but positive and negative, you know. Why not negative? Well, I mean, I was wearing a cowboy hat in Japan. <laughs> you fucking like? Did anyone like want your picture taken? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, we've got a picture of a chef in one of the restaurants wearing my hat. And... I just had a vision of like girls dressed in school uniforms, Japanese, obviously old enough girls dressed in school uniform, <laughs> Japanese girls saying, "I want my picture taken." Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to do a Japanese impression as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to stop myself about three times. <laughs> So that's pretty good for me. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, and cheers for having us. See you later. See Bye. You later. Bye. Bye.